Welcome to the Christian Wealth Podcast, where people come to learn what the Bible says about money, wealth, and business. Be inspired by some of the greatest Christian thinkers and commentators from around the planet. Enjoy this episode with your host, Alex Cook. 96.3, we are catching up with Alex Cook from Wealth With Purpose, diving into something that, uh, well, you may not be too familiar with, but you will be at the end of this uh, cryptocurrency. Good morning, Alex. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks, Ross. Great to be with you again. All right. So cryptocurrency. uh, Well, let's start with, uh, you know, what is it? Give us a bit of a background on it and uh, give us some types of cryptocurrency. Yeah, well, look, cryptocurrency has been sort of, I guess I'd call it almost like a, a new technological trend. It's been around probably around the 10-year mark now. And the most famous one that most listeners would be familiar with would be Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So people have many, I'm sure many listeners probably own a bit of Bitcoin. Um, and it's it's the most popular one. It's kind of like a, a kind of digital money, if you like. Um, and it's based on a, a technology called blockchain, uh, which unfortunately I don't have enough UD degrees to explain it on air in a way that makes sense. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, crypto, but cryptocurrencies are, um, yeah, it's a if you like, a new form of money. Now, I would really question as to whether it is really money mm-hmm. uh, because most cryptocurrencies are not backed by anything. If you think about the Australian dollar, it's backed by the Australian government. Mm-hmm. So it's worth yep. what, you know, what the government says it's worth, but you know, the government has taxing power. And of course, it's therefore backed by something. Likewise, when you think about uh, things like shares, you know, people often say, oh, shares, it's just a bit of paper. Well, actually, if you own BHP, then there's a lot of underlying assets like gigantic mines, et cetera, and mm, equipment. So point, yeah. it's always backed by something. Whereas with crypto, the vast majority of them, and there are now over 10,000 of them, but most of them are backed by nothing. And, and of course, that leads to a question is, what, what are they worth? Like, how do you determine their value? Mm. And, and that's a question that often uh, crypto people can't answer well. Now, there are a few different types, though. Um, there's things like payment currency. So Bitcoin is the most obvious one. You know, it was set up as a way of potentially uh, making payment for things. And I think, you know, Tesla cards, I think they accept Bitcoin. Okay. You know, they certainly announced they did. I don't know if they still do. <laughs> and there are some businesses that take it. Not many, though. You wouldn't say it's a, it's a widely used thing. Um, so there's things like that. Then there's all sorts of different tokens that have specific purposes. And one uh, that's got a fair bit of media attention lately because one of them collapsed is what's called stable coins. Um, now, conceptually, I quite like the, the concept of stable coins because most cryptocurrencies are extremely volatile. Like mm. Bitcoin usually trades potentially in a 7 to 10% range in a given day. That's, that's hugely volatile. For, for an asset, if you could once again, if you could call it that, mm. um, but stable coins are usually pe- pegged to something, so usually a, a real currency like the US dollar or the euro, and probably the best known one is one called Tether, which is pegged to the the US dollar, and so they're technically more stable. Although there's been a famous collapse literally in the last uh, two months called Terra Luna, mm. where the stable coin. Uh, lost 99.9% of its value. That's a good chunk of, of, <laughs> of your money. <laughs> but of course, uh, you know, rule 101 of uh, of investing, and I'm, once again, I'm not sure I call crypto investing, I might call it gambling, but uh, nonetheless, <laughs> rule 101 of these things is always understand what you are buying. Whether you're buying or whatever, make sure you understand 
what it is you're buying. That's, yeah, that's, that's a key thing. And so crypto's obviously got a bit of interest over the last two months because um, the prices, which were very high, have come off quite a bit. Like Bitcoin being the famous ones, down about 70%. And as are many of the others, they've been hit quite hard. So it's gaining a lot of media attention at the moment. All right. Now we completely understand Bitcoin and uh, cryptocurrency. Alex, why are they all the rage? Why are they the latest, greatest thing? Yeah, look, I think, um, I mean, they've gathered so much attention, particularly probably in the last two years, um, mainly because I would say most people probably know someone that's made it big. Um, oh, right. I've got two friends um, who got in on it early. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of them have made enough money that they never have to work again. Right. And wow. so when people hear that, yeah, exactly. And so when people hear that, they, they, they don't want to miss out. Uh, now, this, this, this sort of trend has happened uh, for centuries. This is not a new mm. uh, sort of human you know, phenomenon. Uh, we had the tech wreck back in uh, 2001. Mm-hmm. I was actually a stockbroker at the time. And was trading in in these kind of stocks, you know, all the technology stocks, yeah, exactly. and the Nasdaq. This is and this is when the internet was, you know, coming to life, and all these new companies listing on the Nasdaq stock exchange in the US. And uh, in the end, that exchange lost eighty percent of its value because most of those companies, some obviously stuck around, you know, the Yahoos and the Amazons, mm. all those companies still exist, uh, but many of them uh, collapsed into nothingness. Yeah, and so, true. it's this is what happens when you get these new trends and these new innovations and what I think is happening now is a lot of people are starting to get on board I would argue probably far too late in in the picture yeah but the bigger issue is that they don't necessarily understand what it is they're buying why they're buying it why why it does or doesn't have any value so there's that kind of thing going on and I think there's also a sense of frustration particularly amongst younger Australians where they they look at house prices and they look at what's going on and they think how am I ever going to get into the housing market how mm. am I ever going to make any money and so then they look at these new innovations like crypto. And if you've ever talked to, spoken to someone who, who's really into it, it almost becomes like religious fervor. People, yeah. they they become blind to any rational discussion around it. They, they just absolutely believe in it no matter what you say. Mm. Uh, and so that, that's that's a common trend. You know, and people, um, as they say, they fall in love with it, if you like. And as a result, there is a massive amount of speculation that's taken place in crypto over the last uh, two years particularly. And so that's why, um, unfortunately, a lot of people are going to be negatively affected because I think what we'll see is that many of these cryptocurrencies won't survive. I, I would imagine the big ones like Bitcoin do, mm. um, but the vast majority will just disappear yeah. um, into, the, into the yonder. But the other reason why it is a very interesting technology, this blockchain, is that all the central banks around the world are now getting in on it and they all want to create their own digital currency. So there'll be a digital Aussie dollar, digital um, US dollar, etc., and central banks will do it. And that is something that Reserve Bank of Australia is working on, as are many central banks already around the world. Mm. Uh, and so that's why I think a lot of people believe in the technology. They can see where it's all heading and, and it, that there is a sense where this may be the future of money. Once again, that doesn't necessarily support the idea that the current cryptos that are yeah, around will, exactly. will be there in the long term. Central building building their own at the moment. So um, it's a very interesting, uh, interesting space. It certainly is, and it's uh, good to get an insight into what it's all about. Alex, very, very important question. What are the disadvantages? What are the risks? Mm, this is where I think a lot of people overlook, and it's very important before you put your money into anything, 
And as, as a Christian, you know, I believe my responsibility is to be a good steward of what God puts in my hands. And so therefore, I need to look before I leap and be really conscious of what I'm buying. Now, with crypto, most of them are extraordinarily volatile. Mm. I mentioned before, Bitcoin fluctuates yeah. when, it, when, it, when it's really moving. It fluctuates 7 to 10% in a day. And so the question is, do you really want to hold something that can lose 7 to 10% of its value yeah. in, in a single day? So that's the first thing. The second thing is it can't that be easily used for the most part. There are some that can be, uh, as I say, you can use to purchase things. And these days there are crypto credit cards. So for example, you could have a Visa debit card or it's more of a prepaid card and you can load crypto on it. So okay. that when you go shopping with Visa, you're actually spending crypto. So these things already now exist. But to me, the biggest issue that people need to be able to answer, if you're using crypto, is what is the intrinsic value of this currency that you're holding? What's mm. it worth? And, and that's the question that I don't think can ever be answered properly for most of them, because ultimately it seems to me that it's only really worth what the next person is willing to pay for it. And that's a dangerous investment to have. Whereas if you think about you know, shares and property, there's a tangible asset with a linked income stream, whether it's dividends or whether it's rent from a property. Mm. You know, there's a genuine intrinsic value to them, whereas with cryptocurrency, that doesn't exist. The other thing is because it's a new industry, a lot of the people in the industry itself are absolutely creamy it with high fees. You know, I've looked at setting up crypto accounts and the fees for transferring money in um, or using a credit card or um, withdrawing crypto, the fees are quite high. There's a lot of transaction costs associated with it. And I, as I say, to me, the big issue from a, uh, if you're thinking about it from an investment perspective, mm -hmm. is it's a very poor store of value. It's highly volatile and, uh, you know, you potentially run the risk of losing a significant amount of capital. I guess the other thing is it's very unregulated as an industry. Yeah. That is changing though. I mean, there's been announcements both by the Australian government and the US government that they're going to really step up the regulation now. So I suspect that will probably be a good thing for the industry, mm -hmm. uh, depending on how much regulation actually comes in, because that'll give people more confidence that it's something you can you know, trade in, it's not a scam and things like that. Yeah. Because I would say that the vast majority of cryptocurrencies are in fact scams. I mean, there's thousands of them with no real value. Whereas something like, crypt, you know, like Bitcoin, much more legitimate, been around a long, it's, it's the one that's been around the longest uh, and, and, and is the most traded. Whereas some of these other ones, uh, really have no intrinsic value whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. um, so regulation is coming. Uh, but the other thing is crypto's never been through a real downturn. I re mm. remember the GFC very well in 2008 where markets freeze up, you know, the credit markets yeah, froze exactly. up, et cetera. And you have these big liquidity problems. Well, Bitcoin and, and uh, crypto in general hasn't really been through that sort of tough market downturn before. So it's very unknown, I think, as to how it will actually uh, respond in that. And certainly the past couple of weeks uh, would testify that it doesn't respond very well. Um, there's been a couple of crypto uh, companies that are, that are on the verge of bankruptcy or they're frozen client funds. Yeah. And you never want to have your money frozen and not have your ability to access it. So look, my message to listeners is A, be extraordinarily cautious if, if, and avoid it, if anything. But if you are going to dabble in this area, Make sure it's with a tiny, tiny, tiny portion of your capital and be prepared to, to lose it because it is risky. You've really got to understand what it is you're doing and why you're doing it and what it is you're buying and what the, say, the intrinsic value is of any asset that you're buying. So yeah, it's just a, an area to think, be, I think, to be very, very cautious.
And you ask yourself the question, you know, is it good stewardship of what God's given me? That's, mm. I think, a good question to ask yourself before you, you buy and sell anything. Very sound advice there, there, Alex, and uh, very, very interesting on something that we probably don't know a huge amount about. If uh, we want to find out more, whether it be on crypto or whether it be on just getting our general finances in order, how can our listeners get in touch with you? Yeah, look, I say jump onto our website, wealthofpurpose.com. Uh, we've got lots of uh, free information on there, whether it's our webinars, newsletters, uh, e-books, all sorts of things there to really help people. Uh, just get a good perspective on money in general and, and contemporary financial planning, but mixed with um, biblical wisdom. So yeah, wealthwithpurpose.com. Thanks very much for your time today. Alex Cook from Wealth With Purpose 